when my family couldn't afford to keep at the house. So we needed uh, that help that the state would pay for. So she ended up going to a nursing home. Um, and don't get me wrong, her, her health wasn't the best before she went in there, but it wasn't the worst either. But I realized after her being in this nursing home and being kind of confined uh, to this room because they only get out for group activity maybe once a day, but it's still not enough interaction going on, you know? Um, they're still not as active uh, as much as I feel that they should be at that age. But long story short, um, my great-grandmother was in that nursing home. Um, she died like seven months, literally, after being in a nursing home. I do feel that my grandmother would have had more life if we were able to keep her home and she was actually surrounded by family and if we were able to keep her more active. But that's not, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, and I miss my granny. And I, I hate that. I hate the nursing home for anybody. It, I also have a mama that's older. Um, she's 61 years old, but, you know, she lives good life. Like at one point after she lost her husband, she started kind of going into this depression, right? But I got her to, you know, come out of the depression by keeping her active and telling her, you know, maybe you should sign up for a dance class. Uh, you know, maybe you should, you know, just get out and mingle more. And I realized when she started doing that, she just started glowing and looking better and it seemed like she was, she was full of more energy and just, you know, just doing better and healthier. I think that anybody that stay active and put into themselves, no matter what age, um, I do feel like, you know, they'll, they'll have a longer lifespan, you know, but if you just sit there and it's like, you don't have to be a vegetable, but you living like one, then I feel like it declines your health. I feel like you have to make all, make sure all the fluids in your body is moving, you know? And I think that as human beings, we like something to look forward to, especially as an older person, because they don't have that much life going on. They want something to look forward to. They want something to be excited about. When they in a nursing home and locked up like that, um, you know, because it's like jail to me, but, you know, they don't get the opportunity to have anything to look forward to. You know what I'm saying? It's like they, they have to look forward to being around, you know, sick people. Um, maybe, you know, because they have different issues. You know, the people in nursing homes have different issues. You have some that are more sick than others. And, you know, you, you, you're around that constantly. But I think that when you expose yourself to more life and people who are truly living, I think that that gives all of us a better quality of life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I, agree with I, I don't know, you know, personally, um, I just feel, I just feel that you just have to stay active and you just have to love yourself enough and, and make sure that you taking care of yourself health wise and just being very, 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 um, I don't know, just mentally educating yourself on even the things that we put inside our bodies, because a lot of things that we put inside our bodies decline our health. Got it. Wow, that was, that was informative. Um, thank yeah. you, Chris. No problem. Yuri, um, what do you think about this study? Um, I think it's true. Um, I feel like companionship and 
the experience of traveling and meeting people would always extend your life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, new experiences is the biggest thing. So I think even further than, you know, just having that companionship is meeting different people and traveling, you know, during these, you know, like that combination. I think that's, that's the, you know, I, I think that's what's going to really extend your life. I think that's really the potion. Got you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. My grandmother, on both sides, on Chris' side, I, my great-grandmother was in the um, master home, and she was okay going in, but in there she was so lonely and depressed, and she ended up dying. Like, So I get, I, I can relate to that. And also, too, on Jory's side, um, you know, it, 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 it's... Um, it's on that side as well. So um, let's move on to number two on our list today. Um, number two, Frank Ocean launching its launching a super-exclusive NYC queer night nightclub. Frank Ocean is ready to party. The Thinking About Your Singer started an ongoing queer nightclub event called Prep Plus Thursday night in NYC. They named, it's named after the uh, pre-exposure prophylactic prevention drug treatment often used by people including gay and bisexual men who are higher risk of contracting HIV. An announcement was made through gay letter Instagram and Twitter accounts saying it will be a series of, event, made, a series of events made to bring people together to, together and dance. The first gathering it, was, it starts at 10 o'clock, and it's at a disclosed location. It's a, it pays homage to what could have been if the drug prep had been released and invented in the 1980s in the club scene. So the post um, says, uh, it mentions globally celebrated, celebrated DJs and includes a po- uh, poster featuring an image of musician Joel Korokinski. So basically, you, um, I don't think you get tickets to this club. Um, from what I read, you have to, um, it's already been given out to people that can go, so it's probably like a, Exclusive only. We want these type of people in the kind of party. So I don't know. I think white it, people. Boom. I, I was getting ready to say that. I think it would have been better had they opened the floor. Like you know, if you got a party like this by someone like Frank Ocean, I'm thinking, like, why would you not include everybody? Make first hundred people or something like that. Why would it be only exclusive to who you want it to be exclusive to? So, so New York. Um, I guess he wanted to put his name on something and they wanted to you know make a party for their own kind of people. Yeah. Um, so it just seems like they're gearing it towards white people. But bugs, that's what you, that's what you think, right? Exclusive. Yeah, you can't get a ticket to go. Yeah, cause when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, well, let me go um to the to his page and go to the link, cause I was I was like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna get me a ticket. I was gonna get me a chair a ticket, like let's go. But then when I found out they weren't selling tickets, that it was they picked people to go. I was like, okay. Then after after it happened, people started telling me. I started hearing it was like. A bunch of mostly white people and like people couldn't have cameras and and stuff like that. So and then his album, his song came out that same night. So I was like, okay, it was a good business move for him mm-hmm. to attach his name to it. I mean, everybody do it. I mean, I like it. I'm here for it because it's bringing awareness to prep. So mm-hmm. I'm here for it. But I also feel like it definitely shouldn't just be for people who they wanted to be, especially mostly whites when in New York City, the black and the brown are the people who need this the most. So they should be the people who are coming there experiencing it. But, I mean... I feel you on that. I definitely agree. Um, What do you think about that? I mean, prep... Letting us know about the prep is really good, but it also seemed like a promotional stunt for Frank Ocean. 
Um, well, I definitely feel like it's something promotional. Like, if it's something for a community, it shouldn't be a select. That's just like saying we have an LGBT community club, oh, but only white men who make over $35,000 a year are allowed to come. But it's for everybody. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, Chris, what do you think about about this? Well, I have to agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I didn't know that part. I, I guess I I wasn't, you know, um, I I wasn't familiar with that minor detail. But, I, I mean, it has to be more for publicity because just like Yuri said, you know, it, it really don't make sense. The, the club should be um, for everybody, you know. But, you know, at the end of the day, to each his own. Um, if he wants particular people in this club, oh it's a club and it's, and it's for a select like, people who give to the press or people that doesn't need to, the club doesn't need to be announced as it should be um, people who contribute to such and such of the prep um, foundation or whatever. Like, don't say this is for that community, but we're going to select. And it's like, how are y'all selecting? Who's doing the selecting? Is there a board? Who's on that board? Like, it's just... Right. Like, There's a lot of politics that plays into that. Like, it was something for everybody. Right. I agree with you there. That was bait and switch, baby. That's all right, though. There's so much more you can do here in MRC. We, we can could, we could find somewhere else to go. Uh, number three on our list today. A modern-day Golden Girls is officially in the works. What a classic show. Starring B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClendon, and Estelle Getty. The show received critical acclaim during most of its run. <coughs> Excuse me. Winning several awards, such as the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series twice, three Golden Globe Awards for Best Television Series Musical or Comedy, and each actress received an, an Emmy Award for their performance. The series also ranked among the top ten highest-rated programs for six of its seven seasons. So, who is set to star as the Fabulous Four? Well, so far there have only been two actresses announced. The phenomenal Jane Lynch and none other than musical icon Cindy Lauper. As far as characters, they haven't really announced if they would choose new names or portray new versions of Lynch, Rose, Dorothy, and Sophia. According to Lynch, the new show can be described as Golden Girls for Today that will go directly to Netflix. I'm excited. Um, I've watched Golden Girls growing up, um, and so I'm excited to see how they, you know, put a spin on it and make, you know, their own thing in today's society, Golden Girls. That should be interesting. Hopefully it's not whitewashed or, um, you know, it, it doesn't take away from the funny, the comedy of what it was and what it did for history in that time. Um, so I'm all here for it. I can't wait to see it. Straight to Netflix. We all got it. We all Netflix and chill. So um, let's stay tuned for that. Um, Bugs got it. What do you think about the Golden Girls? I love the Golden Girls. That's one of my favorite shows ever. So I would like them to do, you know how they did the Jeffersons? When they brought yeah. people and they brought and they reenacted certain shows, I would rather see it like that than to see them. New people. New, new people. people. I would rather know that they're going to do like a couple shows that we are familiar with that people really, really love and let us have that versus a whole season of them as whoever they are because it's not going to be the Golden Girls. Gotcha. What do you think about it, Yuri? Um, I agree with Bugs. Um, the, the only, because nobody, I, I like the idea, but nobody is going, um, I can't remember her name, 
but she was the one that was always so comedic. She was um, iconic for that, um, for the shimmy shake, you know. Um, I can't remember her name, but I love her. And I don't, I don't think anybody's going to be able to embody that character the way that she did. So, Blanche. Blanche. Man, Blanche was the whole of the show. I love yes. her. Hey, listen, when I say <laughs> you, I love Blanche, but I love Betty, Betty, damn, Betty White. That's my baby, yeah. too. You know, my, and I was just talking about my great-grandmother, and that was her show. Between that and Cops, that was her <laughs> shit, boy. I'm a fan of the morning girls. Um, My grandmother loved Kyle. Yeah, they love that. I, I cannot <laughs> wait to see how they're going to play this. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about it, and I'm not even a, a person that likes to watch TV like that, but I would definitely be tuned in on a couple of shows, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're here for it, Golden Girls. Make it good now. Make it good. Last but not least, okay, so number four on our list today for homos tea is two gay soldiers violently beaten by ten men in a nightclub for dancing with each other. Two gay black U.S. soldiers were beaten in a nightclub in Croatia over the weekend after a group of patrons got annoyed that they were dancing so vigorously with one another. 24-year-old Nazeon Dozier and 25-year-old Keith D. Rowe were assaulted by as many as 10 men inside the opera nightclub in the city of Zadar last Saturday night for drinking and dancing together. The attack happened on 3 a.m. and lasted for several minutes. It didn't stop until a woman at the club who they both had befriended stepped in to help them. Both soldiers have since left the territorial republic of Croatia. Um, and Facebook, um, or on Facebook, um, Dozier wrote um, on Sunday night, literally experienced one of the most scariest moments ever last night. These guys had every intention on not letting us walk away alive. I have never felt so defensive in my entire life. Um, to be attacked by someone in another country where you're doing your job and um, and because of your sexuality, that's crazy. Um, they have been, um, the... Croatia, the embassy in Croatia said they're gonna, you know, follow up and see what what happened and try to make some legal action. Or, but no one has at this point, no one has been charged with anything and no one has been accused. Wow. So mm-hmm. that's what's going, that's what's happening right now. Um, it's next to Hungary and, and Austria, just in case you guys don't know where it is. Um, yeah, um, Chris, since you you know, wow, I don't know, I was right. I don't even know what to say. Um, what it's do you just think about really that, Chris? sad. It's just really sad, and it really breaks my heart for them young men that's over there servicing for our country. It's really sad the discrimination and the prejudices that we deal with when it gets down to these small things like our sexuality, which is an individual choice. You understand what I'm saying? I feel bad for them young men and I even it make me feel even worse that this happened and nobody has been arrested. Nobody is in custody. It was ten different men that jumped on these young boys. Why is there not nobody, not one person in custody? You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just real sad that we live in a world that's so concerned. You know, to a point, and, and like that guy said, you know, they pretty much beat him to a bloody pulp. Because that he said that he basically felt like they wanted to kill him. 
They, he said they, they, were, they were making sure they, they were making sure they didn't walk away alive. That's what he said. Right. And if it wasn't for the lady helping, I, I, I just can't imagine. You know, how can you defend yourself? Wow. Two, yeah, who knows? How can you defend yourself with 10 different men? How? Two, and I'm trying to figure two out. Two black guys, yeah. What, what, where was security? Where was... Well, in another country, so they don't... They, they're not going to look out for you. <laughs> well, I'm saying, uh -oh. like, like, where, where's security? Where's the police? We talk about 10 men. We're not talking about Ten one men. or two. We talk about a gang of men jumping on two men. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is not something that happened in the dark and they couldn't see what was going on. This 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 was a game. This was a game type fight. Nobody arrested. Nobody arrested. Where's Nobody security? Where's, where's the talking about Croatia? Where the, where the police? You understand what I'm saying? Ah. Where they at? Because I just can't. Nothing like that can happen over here in the states. I'm there. You understand what I'm saying? And in the police and cop county, and I pull up. 10 deep or, or somebody. you telling me nobody showed up and these young men, did they go to the hospital? I just have so many questions. I you know got questions like, too. I have so many questions about what you think? Situation. What you think about us? questions too. <laughs> yeah, like this is ridiculous. I have some questions also. Okay. Do I want to say this? <laughs> please say it. Please say it. Please say Okay. This is 2019. We live in a world right now where, for us, we have never been as visible as a community. And at the same time, we are as visible as a community. A lot is not forward. They are not here forward. Now, We, as a community, are big on space, safe spaces, and, and, and space, and space where you are free to be who you are and, and, and what you do. In no way am I, do I feel like anybody should be, should be physically attacked for who they are sexually. I'm gay, and I would never want it to happen to me, ever. But I, as hard as I am, and as, 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 as here for the shit as I am, I'm not even going into a gay club, into a straight club here in New York City, and just queen out. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, because... I'm going to be saying to myself, ain't nobody in here like me. I know where I'm at. I'm definitely not going to another country and do this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not. And, and we, as a community, have to think about shit like this. Like, we can't just, it's fucked up that we can't just feel like we can be who the fuck we want to be, wherever the fuck we at. Like, we should be able to, but we have to know that we have to be cautious.
spot to be in. Not saying that when you push yourself in them situations that the outcome has to be bad. That's fucked up. Because I went on the story and I seen it. I seen the pictures and I heard the story and I'm like, yo, this is really, 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 really fucked up. And then I yeah. started getting into it more and I was yeah. like, why? Were they at this straight club just like carrying on like that? Like, in another country. Right. In a whole yeah. other country. When you don't know nobody, you don't know what's going on. Like, I don't fault them though, but it's like, damn. Right. I, when you, what do you think about that, Yuri? Say again. What do you think about the topic of the two young men that was beaten? Uh, so my thing is, um, at one point. <clears throat> The European culture was very accepting. Um, once we integrated music videos, movies, and stuff between culture, um, between the countries, America set the standard. And even though a lot of what we have going on is just for entertainment, like my first time I went to London, a lot of people over there was just imitating what they see in music videos or different shows, like. The movie about the white boy, um, the act black, you know, um, like they even feel like nigga isn't a negative word because they don't understand what's behind it in our culture, but they see it on their TV influencing them. And so I think it's changed the dynamics of that European culture where, you know, the kids, the men being very touchy and touch, talking with their hands has changed because of our culture that's being delivered to them. And so, I mean, that used to be a safe place, um, you know, where you could just feel free with everything. But um, I think our culture has changed that um, and it's showing that our influence, what our influence can do. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we should change what we have going on here so that we influence what's going out there because they weren't given that before. Gotcha. Wow, that was really informative. I like that. I love our own ones, too. I'll give it, I'll give it up. Uh, thank you guys for being a part of this segment, as we always do. This is... Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you guys are listening to the name, please do like, comment, subscribe. We definitely get back to you. We definitely are very active with our supporters. Um, and and uh, we're here. Uh, Homos T. Boom. Now we're going to move things over to Yuri with uh, um, Homos Chappelle. They upset when the underdog is winning. They said I couldn't, but look at me, I did it. Rise and grind, hustle hard on the mission. My hands dirty, can't stop until I finish. You see me smile, but inside I'm all savage. Had to make my own lane, pushing through the traffic.